Father, I speak your blessing over every individual listening to me right now. Lord, I call them blessed in the name of Jesus. Every family listening to me in the name of Jesus. I release the blessings of Abraham, the blessings of Jesus Christ. I release the blessings of prosperity. I release the blessings of peace. I release the blessing of healing. In the name of Jesus, be blessed. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may be able to comprehend what God is about to communicate to you. And by the encounter you have with this message, God will turn you into a sign and a wonder in this generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Today I want to continue with our teaching series. How to release the power of God. And we shall be looking at part two today. How to release the power of God. If you've not listened to the previous message, I recommend you listen to it the part one of this teaching series listen to it um, it will give you a foundation because we'll be building on it today hallelujah now you know before i began this recording god was speaking to me to remind my listeners that we are living in the day of the saints we are living in the days of the saints. These are not the days of Elijah. These are not the days of Moses. I love that song. These are the days of Elijah. These are the days of the saints. The days of saints. The saints who are partnering with the Holy Spirit. These are actually the days of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is in partnership with the believer. With the believer whose mind has been renewed whose mind has been renewed, the believer who has taken time to allow the word of God concerning our, our, the realities of our new creation, the believer who has been renewed, the believer who has renewed his mind with scriptures concerning what Jesus Christ has done for us, concerning what Jesus Christ accomplished by his death, burial, and resurrection. Those are the believers that will matter in this time. If I were you, I would focus more of my attention in my Bible studies to understand what Jesus did for me, to understand who I am in Christ, to understand why I, what I have in Christ, to understand what I can do through Christ. Hallelujah. These are the days of the saints. God is going to be using ordinary believers, not clergy, clergy have their place in this end time agenda they are there to equip the saints for the work of the ministry the bulk of the work will be accomplished by believers who have been empowered by the holy ghost teachers business people medical doctors police officers you know cleaners in the homes domestic assistants taxi drivers God will be using ordinary people, mechanics, engineers. He'll be using ordinary people, salesmen, anointed with the Holy Ghost and fire, anointed with the power of God. You shall be seeing people getting healed in the shopping shopping mall. You will be seeing people getting healed. Today, if you will catch what I'm about to communicate to you today, you will be turned into a miracle worker. In the order of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It shall be common. Inside a taxi. Somebody will walk into a, a taxi. Crippled. A crippled person will walk into the, will be brought into the taxi. And a believer. Who understands the message I'm about to communicate in this series. Will lay hands on that person. And there will be great joy in that taxi. There will be great joy in the train. In the airplane. There will be commotions. And everybody will see the raw demonstration of the power of God through the hands of ordinary believers, probably a teacher, a nurse, hallelujah, a taxi driver, pilots will be healing the sick. In these last days, this is the agenda of God. The time where 
one superstar believer, one superstar man of God, is doing all of the miracles, has come and gone. We are living in the days where believers, ushers in church, people in the parking, you know, will be working miracles, working miracles. Security guards will be working miracles because of the understanding of their divine nature. Remember, in the last uh, um, first part one of this teaching series, I told you that my spiritual father, Bishop David Oedipo, defined who the sons of God are. He said the sons of God, and of course the daughters of God, are those who through an understanding of their divine nature can function as Christ did on earth. There shall be a manifestation of the power of God like we've never seen before. It's already happening. It's already happening. It's happening in my life. It's happening with my wife. It's happening. There is an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I told you the other day, I went to a school. I was uh, talking to a teacher, a primary school teacher. I was telling the teacher she was desiring the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And while I was praying for her to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a six-year-old child that was just, you know, standing next to her also began to speak in tongues. There is an outpour, outpouring of the power of God like we've never seen before in these last days. Little children shall be casting out demons. Little children shall be laying hands on their moms and they shall be getting healed. The devil is in trouble in these last days. In the name of Jesus Christ. Like we said in the last episode, the power of God is released by faith through two main channels. Through words and physical contact. Either by laying on of hands or by materials that have touched an anointed believer. Hallelujah. So we shall be building on it today. How do you release the power of God? The power of God is already inside you. You already have the power if you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. If you are not baptized with the Holy Ghost, I'm going to minister to you again. How do you know you are baptized with the Holy Ghost? You speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, you are probably, most likely, not baptized with the Holy Ghost. Because according to scriptures, everyone who got baptized with the Holy Ghost, the evidence was that they spoke in tongues. Hallelujah. So, um, I think I have a message. If you scroll down, uh, go to the archive of a message. I talked about... uh, praying in the spirit you know i think i did a, a teaching on that um we'll uh, probably do another teaching in the future about praying in the holy ghost why do you need to be baptized with the holy ghost if you desire to flow in the supernatural if you desire to be able to release the power of god to meet people's needs and solve people's problems you have to study the four Gospels and also the Acts of the Apostles. If you desire to be used by God to work miracles, to heal the sick, to solve people's problems, to meet people's needs, if you desire to be used by God, you have to study the four Gospels over and again and the book of Acts. Everything you see there is a pointer to what you can do. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so send I thee. So everything Jesus did, of course, apart from dying on the cross, you know, everything Jesus did, all the miracles he performed, all the healings, all the multiplication, everything he did when he multiplied food, everything Jesus did, you can do through the power of the Holy Ghost. And remember Ephesians 2 verse 20 in the Passion's translation says you are rising, talking about you and I, like the perfectly fitted stones of the temple. And your lives have been built up upon the foundations laid by apostles, by the apostles and prophets. And best of all, you are connected with the head cornerstone of the building, the anointed one, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. So our lives are supposed to be patterned. Uh, the foundation of our life, our ministry was laid. We are supposed to build upon the foundation laid by the apostles, prophet and prophet, Jesus and Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. So it means we are supposed to follow the examples. Remember what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, 
the author and the finisher of our faith, looking unto Jesus. So we are supposed to take our bearing. There's a lot of weird stuff happening in South Africa, in Africa, around the world, not just limited to Africa. People give people uh, petrol to drink. People give people snakes to eat. You didn't see Jesus do that. We are supposed to take our example, take our bearing for what Jesus did. Of course, he did some things some people may consider as weird. We shall get into that. But I will tell you why Jesus did some of those things, like spitting on the ground, making mad. You know, um, you know that's not how he did all of it. It's miracles. I will tell you why he did that. Amen. So we are supposed to take our example. So today I will be looking at some 35 miracles Jesus performed. You know, I will be seeing how he released the power of God in those 35 miracles. I'll be teaching you a lot of things today. Please, I want you to get a pen and a paper or if you are not able to make notes now, uh, later I want you to take some time and make some notes so you can be able to teach other people. That is the process of discipleship. You have to teach other people what God has taught you. Amen. So, now before we go to the 35 miracles Jesus performed. I hope we were able to uh, finish them today. If we are not able to finish them today, we will continue tomorrow. I want you to understand that whatever supernatural manifestations you find in the life of Jesus, as you study the four Gospels, whatever supernatural manifestation you find studying the four Gospels and the book of Acts, is a pointer to what God can do through you as you yield yourself to the ministry of the Holy Spirit and renew your mind with the Word of God. As you renew your mind with the Word of God and as you yield to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, everything you see God do through Jesus, everything you see God do through the disciples and the apostles, you can also do that. You can also do that. You can also do that. The ones you have not been able to do is because you have not imagined yourself. You have not renewed your mind. The only impossibility in your life is the, the impossibility is, how do I put it, Holy Spirit? The limitations you experience in manifesting the supernatural power of God is caused by an unrenewed mind. You need to renew your mind. You need. To, you, we've been religiously brainwashed. We, you know, we have. I had to. I thank the Lord for the ministry of Andrew Womack. I thank the Lord for the ministry of Corey Blake. Before now, I thought I had to fast for two hundred days. I thought, like my spiritual father, I must go up the mountain and fast for three days under the rain, under the sun. Then. I will hear the voice of God like God spoke to my father, Bishop David Oedipo, saying, I have touched your tongue with a coal of fire. Henceforth, as you say it, you will see it. You know, I was thinking I have to go up the mountain and fast and fast and pray before I can ever be qualified to be used by God. I never knew. Before then, before I got the encounter, I got listening to a message like this. I was limited. I always, before I lay hands on someone, I, this guilt will come upon me. I feel like I've not been praying enough. I've not been fasting enough. I've not, you know, the sin in my life. There's this, then I was so limited. Until a day like this, when I listened to a message, an anointed message like this, and God revealed to me, gave me an encounter. Of course, now I fast. Not because I want power, not because uh, if I don't fast, I won't be able to uh, work miracles. Do you know? I'm fasting to subdue the flesh. Do you know? Let me give you an analogy. Something I learned about the onions. The onions. Do you know why? When you cut onions, you it is hot in the eyes because you cut through the middle of the onions. You know, when you take an onion to smell it, there's nothing much you can smell. But the moment you start peeling the layers off, peel it, the more you peel the layers, the closer it gets to the, the, the last layer, the stronger the smell of the onion. 
The same is it is with the power of God. The flesh, your flesh is the reason why you are not manifesting the supernatural power of God. The flesh, you have too much flesh, too much flesh, too much unbelief. But the moment you start fasting, you start fasting and praying and reading the Bible, you are peeling off the flesh. You are subduing the flesh. The less flesh you have, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right English, but the less flesh you have, the more the power of God exhumes through you. So that's why we fast. When we are fasting, we are able to hear from God. When you hear from God, faith is born because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's why we fast. We fast and pray. We pray in the spirit to subdue the flesh. Subdue that unbelief. Unbelief. You know, in the book of Mark chapter 11, the disciples could not heal that boy. The father brought them, brought the son to the disciples. Jesus was up there in the mountain. They could not. But before then, they had gone, they had cast out demons and worked miracles. They told Jesus, even the devil was subject to us in your name, even demons. You know, but all of a sudden they couldn't heal a boy with epilepsy. I'm going to come to that, that story as we proceed. And they asked Jesus, why could we not heal this guy? Jesus told them, because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, Amen. They had a lot of flesh, a lot of things happening. Jesus told them, This kind goeth not but by prayer and fasting. I don't think Jesus was talking about that kind of demon of epilepsy does not go out but by prayer and fasting. I press this is my personal opinion, Samuelology, Samuelology. <laughs> Amen. But I believe this kind of unbelief that they had. Because he told them, look, chapter 10, verse 19, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, you know, and, to, and all the powers of the enemy. He gave them power over all the powers of the enemy. The Bible says, Jesus, I think, Matthew chapter 10, he gave them power to heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases, to cast out demons. Jesus gave them the power already, the right to use that power. But because of their unbelief, they've become so carnal. They became so carnal. They became so carnal. When Jesus speaks about the yeast of the uh, Pharisees, they, they, they think Jesus is talking about bread. They became so carnal. They're talking about who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom, arguing among themselves. The other one went and bribed their mom to come tell Jesus uh, for, for them to sit on the right and on the left. So much carnality. The carnality, the flesh was blocking their faith and Jesus told them this kind go ahead not out but by prayer and fasting so the more you fast the more you subdue the flesh the more the flesh is subdued the more you are able to demonstrate and manifest the supernatural power of God has it happened to you before that when you are so carnal you've not been reading the Bible you've not been praying they, all of a sudden they bring someone for you to pray for Sometimes you are so tempted, you want to first say, Oh God, please forgive me my sins. Oh Lord, please forgive me. Before you pray, you pray that under your breath. And you know, there's this thing that's telling you that what if it does not work? What is it? But when you are charged up, when you are in prayers, you, you are consistent in your Bible studies, you are consistent in praying in the Spirit, you are consistent in your work with God. Faith. You know, faith rises up on demand whenever there is a need. Faith rises up. Faith rises up. You know, that's why sometimes when the Holy Spirit leads you to pray in the Spirit, do it. Last week, something happened. Last week, I was doing dishes and I just felt this urge. I was praising the Lord. Oh no, I think I mixed it. I I, I was playing a, 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 a praise song by Tosin B. That guy was praising God. I put my earphones on and I danced and danced and danced for more than one hour. I was dancing, praising God, praying in the spirit, dancing. I didn't know I was preparing myself because I was going to receive a call from United States of America for someone who is sick to pray for that person. And I was able to flow to pray and I believe I'm waiting for the testimonies to arrive. Amen. 
I believe I was prepared. I prepared myself, tuned up myself to the frequency of the Spirit. That's what you do when you praise God. That's what you do when you fast and pray. That's what you do when you study the Word of God. You are tuning up. You are subduing the flesh, putting the flesh under. Because the flesh is your greatest enemy in your quest to demonstrate the power of God, to release the power of God. So, back to our message, whatever supernatural manifestation you find in the ministry of Jesus and the ministry of the apostles is a pointer to what's available to you as someone who is baptized with the Holy Ghost. You have to meditate on the miracles and imagine yourself performing them like, like Jesus and the apostles did. Andrew Romack said he meditated on the scriptures about raising the dead. He meditated on that, those scriptures meditated on them he began to dream about about him raising the dead he saw himself raising the dead he saw himself raising uh, Jairus's daughter he saw himself like uh, you know the prophet raising the dead he continued dreaming 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 and meditating on those scriptures of raising the dead next thing his son died and he, because he had renewed his mind he was able to raise his son back to life also his wife died he was able to raise his wife back to life. Imagine if he was not meditating on the scriptures, seeing himself raise the dead. By now, his son would be dead. By now, his wife would have been dead. He would have buried his wife. He would have been a widower. So do yourself a favor. Meditate on the scriptures, on healing. Meditate on the, uh, the examples, the stories where Jesus healed the sick, where the apostles healed the sick. One day you may need it. You don't know the attack the devil wants to bring in your family. You don't know what the devil wants to do to your children. You don't know what the devil is planning to do to your wife. Amen. You need to meditate for your own good and for the good of the people around you, your family members. May God give you understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to the 35 miracles that Jesus performed. Let's see how Jesus released the power of God. Let's see how Jesus operated in the supernatural. May God give us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Number one, okay, before we get to that, why was Jesus able to perform these miracles? Was it because he, he, he's Jesus, the son of the living God? No, Jesus laid aside his divinity. He took on the form of a flesh. The Bible said he made himself of no reputation and took the form of flesh. He became a man. He dropped his divinity. He had to be baptized like every one of us. He had to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When uh, 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 John the Baptist baptized him, the Bible said the heavens opened and the Spirit of God came upon him. Until the Holy Ghost came upon him, he could not work one miracle. He did not do anything until he was endued with power. So everything Jesus did, he did as a man who was baptized with the Holy Ghost and power. That's why the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 10 verse 38 in the Amplified Classic, it says, How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth, not Jesus from heaven, Jesus of Nazareth, the man called Jesus. Amen? That's why, okay, let me continue. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit, and with strength and ability and power. How he went about doing good and in particular curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil for God was with him. So he did everything we're about to read about, what we're about to, the 35 miracles I'm about to give you, teach you about today. He performed those miracles because he was filled with the Holy Ghost and power. The good news I have for you today is that if you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, you have that same Holy Ghost and power that enabled Jesus to do these 35 miracles that we're about to learn. And if you're not yet baptized with the Holy Ghost, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And once you receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit, you receive the ability to be able to work miracles like Jesus. So let's get to the 35 miracles. Number one, so I'll be teaching you how Jesus released the supernatural power of God in those 35 miracles. Amen. So number one, in the book of John chapter 2 from verse 1 to 11, we see how Jesus turned water into wine in the wedding uh, at, in Cana of Galilee. How did he do it? The mom came and told him uh, they are out of wine. Then Jesus said, 
woman, why do you trouble me? My time is not yet come. My time has not yet come. And the mom just left him. You know, moms, they have this thing. They know what they want. They, what they want. So he told the, the servant standing there, whatever he tells you to do, do it. So Jesus rose up to the occasion. Jesus told them to go fill all of the pots. Go fill all of the pots with water. And once you have filled them, take some of the water and take it to the, to the chairman of the occasion. That's all he said. So he used this word to release. The moment he said, go get the water, the power of God was released. The moment they responded in obedience of faith and filled the, uh, the pots with water and drew part of it to take to the chairman, the moment they did that, the power of God that Jesus released through his words turned that water to wine. So in your own life, the moment Jesus tells you, gives you an instruction, you know, there is an ability to fulfill it. And when you walk in obedience to the instructions of Jesus, you become a commander of the supernatural power of God. So Jesus released the power of God to turn that water into wine through his words. Number two, Jesus, when Jesus was healing the, the son of the official, uh, official at Capernaum in Galilee in John chapter 4, verse 43 to 54. He used this word. You know, um, okay, maybe we should look at that scripture, but okay, I'm going to go through the other scriptures we're going to read. But the, the uh, official son came. Jesus spoke the word and that child was healed. You can get this story in John chapter 4, verse 43 to 54. I have to be quick a bit. I'm going to focus more attention on some of the stories. But note down the scriptures and go study it. John chapter 4, 43 to 54. Jesus spoke the word. Jesus spoke the word and the, 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 the son of the official was healed. Jesus cast out an evil spirit from a man in Capernaum. In Luke chapter 4, verse 31 to 36, he used this word. He said, shut up to that demon. You, demon, shut up and come out. Shut up. How do you cast out demons? You don't lay hands on people to cast out demons. It's a waste of laying on a fence. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. You command that demon in the name of Jesus. I command you, come out. Come out. Once you command that demon, don't stand there and be looking for manifestations. No. If I tell my, my child to go get me water in the fridge, from the fridge, or go get me something to drink, I don't stand and I'm watching whether he's going or not. I expect him to obey me. I expect him. I just sit down and I'll be waiting. And if I wait for a while and there's not come, I'll call him. Hey, where is the water I ask you to bring? Praise the Lord. This one, I'm talking about my own child. Amen. I don't talk to demons with respect. When I tell them, come out, I expect them to come out the same way I expect my son to bring me water. So I don't follow him around. Follow him, follow him, follow him, you know, expecting to see signs that he's obeying me. No. Jesus commanded that demon and the demon did not begin to fight Jesus. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. All of those things we see on TV. Children of God, let's be careful what we watch on TV. You don't have time to interview a demon. You don't have time to be asking the demon, what is your name? What are you doing there? What are you doing there? I had a story some, some years ago. It's a joke, actually. This guy was trying to cast out a demon, those people who interview demons. What is your name? My name is Murungo. What are you doing in that body? I came to give her $200 million. $200 million. What? I came to give her $200 million. Then the pastor was like, I command you to come out of her and come into me. <laughs> so that I can give you $200 million also. That's just by the way, just to <laughs> laugh a bit. But the point I'm making that Jesus did not have time to engage a demon with conversation, in conversations. He commanded them to come out. That is how I deal with demons. When I'm casting out a demon, I say in the name of Jesus, come out. I don't care. I don't care what happens. I don't look forward to manifestations. Some things happened some years ago, you know, when I was still a novice in this thing. And I was just 
being carnal and I don't know what was happening to me then. But where okay, it was actually a pastor trying to cast out a demon, and the pastor likes this manifestation so much. He actually take asked me to take a video and see the people moving on the ground like snakes, uh, you know, crying and doing stuff. I was taking the video. I shouldn't have ever done that in my life. But anyways, I was there. They're trying to cast out that demon. What is your name? What is your name? When that girl began to spit, and that girl spat all over my beautiful suit. I was so embarrassed. Another time in East London, if you know East London in Quigney, we saw a demon-possessed guy, a madman, and we wanted to go try out. You don't go trying out this power. I just learned that somebody uh, in Zambia or so asked his church members to bury him, that he's going to rise up after three days like Jesus. And they buried him and the guy is still dead till now. Brother, can I tell you something? Please don't be stupid. Please don't be foolish. I have been foolish. It's not every mad person that you see that you should, uh, that God wants you to, or God will instruct you to to cast out. Do you think it was every uh, every every sick person that Jesus healed? There's, uh, I forgot how the scripture said. He said there were so many lepers, but to none was the prophet said except to Naaman. You don't go about some foolish things that we do when we are so um you know when, when we are spiritual teenagers you say i want to go to the mortuary and raise all the dead people in the mortuary good luck how many people have you raised from from the dead in the mortuary amen jesus said i do nothing as unless you know he, he only i only do what i see my father do jesus acted on instructions he obeyed instructions from the Father. It's not every problem that you see that God has called you to solve. It's not every mad person on the street that God has called you to cure. It's not every sick person that God has called you to, to heal. Amen. Wait until you are led. I didn't allow the Spirit to lead me. I went to cast out demons from that madman. That man spat on me and I was so embarrassed I didn't want to run away. I continue saying, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, come out. In Jesus' name, come out. That guy was spitting on me, spitting on me. I was with my friend Jimmy and Sepiso. <laughs> we were there. I was so embarrassed. They looked at me, this guy from Bishop Oedepo, the man of faith. The man of faith. They were standing behind me. In Jesus' name, come out. I was standing in front, taking all the spit. I was ashamed. I was put to shame. Child of God, do not be stupid like me, like I was. Amen. Wait. Find out first, does God want me to minister to this person? Don't just jump. Just, don't just jump. Don't, do not just jump. That's why sometimes you pray and nothing happens. Did God tell you? Sometimes you must wait. Of course, compassion. Compassion also is a language of the Spirit. Whenever Jesus had compassion on people, he healed the sick. But it's not talking about pity. Pity is different from compassion. Pity is fleshly. Pity is carnal. When people pity you, they only say, oh, shame, oh, oh, sorry, oh, I feel so sorry for this person. Hey, yeah, if you're from Nigeria, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, does not heal people. Compassion, compassion is a spiritual thing. Compassion flows from the Holy Ghost. So that you see someone, you are moved with compassion, you know that God wants you to do something about this situation. And when you step out with compassion, through compassion, miracles always happen when you are led by the Spirit of God. So the point I'm making is, be led by the Spirit of God. He, Jesus cast out the Spirit from that man at Capernaum, Luke chapter 4, 31 to 36. Number four, Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. He, she was sick with fever. Jesus commanded this, he rebuked the fever. That's what the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, 38 to 39. Jesus rebuked that fever. Jesus rebuked that fever and instantly she was healed and stood up and made Jesus food, prepared some meal for Jesus and his disciples. So Jesus released the power of God through his words. I rebuke you fever in the name of Jesus Christ. It's, it pays sometimes to follow the examples of Jesus. When you are confronted with situations, you do what Jesus did. Jesus rebuked that fever and the woman Peter's mother-in-law was healed. So when you are Want to release the power of God? You speak the word with power. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Number five, in Luke chapter four, verse 40 to 41, the Bible says that same day, after there, when he was there at Peter's, probably at Peter's mother-in-law's house, they brought many sick people to Jesus. They brought so many sick to Jesus. Jesus healed them with his word. He spoke the word, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. I've had the privilege of ministering with Corey Blake when he came to our church. I was the armor bearer assigned to him. I saw the way I watched him closely. Corey Blake is the man that took over the ministry of John G. Lake. John G. Lake, there was a prophecy. He prophesied about the person that would take over his ministry. He prophesied about the day of his birth, the day the person was going to be born. And everything was fulfilled and it was Corey Blake. Corey Blake became, is the president of John G. Lake Ministries worldwide. So I was privileged to be his hour where I was carrying his Bibles, helping to catch people when he was praying for them to be to be healed. I learned a lot. I watched. My eyes were wide open. I saw how he held people's hands to release the power of God. I saw how he prayed. I saw some things he, he said to the people. There's a woman on a wheelchair. There was no instant manifestation of healing that day. But I, he told them, I was listening that day, he told the woman, on the wheelchair that usually when they pray for people the healing began begin to manifest when the people are sleeping oh that thing cured me from my foolishness in 2012 i was in in anambra state in nigeria a, a church called saint andrews obosi i was a church teacher i was a, a, a minister of the gospel in the anglican church in 2020 in 2012. so one day in the midweek service there was a lady on a, a wheelchair they brought the lady on a wheelchair and I was full of zeal. I wanted, I don't know what was motivating me that day. It just my I was innocently, you know, trying to you know to do stuff, to do good things. Amen. But I should have been led by the spirit of that God that day. I called this lady, I told her, today you're gonna work. Today you're gonna work. I prayed for her, pulled her from the wheelchair, she fell back. I pulled her up from the wheelchair, she fell back. You know, and all the old women were praying for this young boy. They were feeling pity for me. I wasn't feeling pity for myself. I kept on trying to pull her up. And I got discouraged. I wish I had met Corey Blake before then. If I didn't give up, that probably that lady would have uh, been hit. I was so discouraged because she didn't stand up and walk on the wheelchair, from the wheelchair immediately. I didn't know. I won't be surprised if she is healed now. I've not seen her since 2012. I won't be surprised or rather 2013 because I left there in March of 2013. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that lady is healed now. But I did not know. I did not know that sometimes when you pray for the sick, you just walk away. I'm going to come to that when Jesus cursed the fig tree. He cursed that fig tree and he walked away. He didn't stand there looking at the fig tree, whether the fig tree is drying up or not. He believed the moment he cursed that fig tree, he saw that fig tree dried up and he left. He knew the fig tree must obey. I should have known that that lady would obey me. If she doesn't rise up that day, she'll rise up another day. Healing is progressive sometimes. Not every healing is instant. Not every miracle is instant. Some take some gradual process of healing. Gradual. So don't be discouraged next time when you pray for a sick person and look at it and nothing happened. No, move on. So I was privileged to learn from Corey Blake. Then later, I went through his divine healing technician training. I recommend that to you. I learned a lot. Some of the things I'm teaching you now, I learned from um, the trainings I had with Corey Blake Ministry. It's free. Go to YouTube and type divine healing technician training. Divine healing technician training by Corey Blake. You spell, spell Corey Blake as C-U-R-R-Y. C-U-R-R-Y. Blake is B-L-A-K-E. Listen to materials by Corey Blake. Listen to materials teaching. Uh, Andrew Womack has what he calls Divine Healing University. Healing University. Go to the uh, YouTube. Listen. Build your faith on messages about healing. Build your faith. Listen. Watch videos on mi miracle. Watch A.A. Allen's videos. Watch those old videos of Billy Gray. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Ora Roberts, Healing the Sick. Watch those videos. Jack Coe. What videos of Benny Hinn healing the sick? What videos of Pastor Chris Oyakilome healing the sick? Watch those videos. As you watch them, as you watch, Bishop Oedepo told the story of when he was, one day he was watching um, the videos of Archbishop Benson Idahosa. 
and that night it was i think it was on a saturday night while he was watching the video he felt the majestic presence of god as if jesus walked into that room that day and something touched him and he began to sob the next day the next day, there was an impartation he received from watching that video the next day he went to church and miracles began to happen amen spend some time watch those videos by those men of god i've mentioned i mentioned them again watch videos by a a allen a a allen watch videos by andrew womack watch videos by benny hinn stop talking nonsense about benny hinn stop it if you speak nonsense about any man of god stop it stop it those people have worked for the lord they've served the lord it's particularly young people like like me we have not done anything for God and we have the nerves to speak against servants of God who have stood the test of time. Who are you to criticize another man's servant? Jesus asked one time. I think through Apostle Paul. Let's stop this. Any man of God you criticize, sometimes you, you will not be able to you know, assess what they, what they have. If you criticize, whatever you criticize, you repel. Stop criticizing other people's ministries. Benny Hinn is a great man of God. He served the Lord in this generation. Watch videos by Pastor Chris Oyakilome. Pastor Chris, watch there is no perfect person. God has never found one perfect person to use in this life. You must be able to separate the man from the man of God. The ministry is not the man. The man is not the ministry. Amen. There is an anointing upon every ministry. Hallelujah. So watch videos by... Uh, uh, check miracles videos. Miracle. Uh, uh, stop watching miracle videos of people who are giving people snakes to eat or or giving people stuff. Look at the doctrines. Look at the doctrines. Don't just look at the gift. Don't look at the gift. Don't look at uh, manifestation. Look at the content before you listen to a, 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 a man. Look at his his doctrine. Look at what he's teaching. Look at what. Listen to the message first before you watch the miracles. Otherwise, you may catch some demonic thing that will influence your 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 spirit, your your and your soul. Don't just watch. Even witch doctors, they they work miracles. The Antichrist will be given power. He's already here, you know, to work fake miracles. In where I come from, people make rain. People make it to rain. If you don't pay them, they will send down rain on your funeral. Amen. You know, so that somebody worked a miracle does not mean he's genuine. Look at his doctrine. What does he believe? If you are able to find out about his personal life, Amen. I don't know why I said that, but I believe it will help someone. Amen. Let's continue with the miracles of Jesus. In Luke chapter five, from verse one to eleven. Now, um, the first miraculous catch of fish on the lake of uh, Gennesaret, after he preached. He, uh, he borrowed the boat of Peter and he, he preached a powerful sermon. And after he told Peter, launch your net into, on the, uh, into the deep. Launch out into the deep. Amen. Peter said, we have fished all night. We didn't catch anything. All the fish are on vacation. All the fish are running away from us. My village people are after me today. All the fish. Jesus said, my friend, launch your net. Launch out into the deep. The moment they obeyed, the moment Jesus said, launch out into the deep, all the power of God, he released the power of God that drew all the fish to the point where Peter was going to launch out the net. He released the power of God and there was a great catch of fish. So release the power of God. Speak words. Speak words over. Speak increase over businesses. Speak increase over your business. Speak, increase. God will confirm the word. Speak, 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 speak. Speak the word. Speak the word. Use your mouth to build, not destroy. Use your mouth constructively. Use your mouth to command breakthroughs in the life of people. Use your mouth. Speak breakthroughs. Speak breakthroughs. Speak breakthroughs. As long as you are speaking the word of God. Speak the word of God. When you speak what the Lord says... For example, when you uh, speaking over someone, say, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ, uh, in glory by Christ Jesus. The moment you say that exactly as it is in scriptures, the moment you quote the word of God is as powerful as Jesus himself saying it. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful as the word of God in the mouth of Jesus. 
The word of God in your mind is as powerful as the word of God in the mouth of Apostle Paul. The word of God in your mind is as powerful as the word of God in the mouth of Apostle Peter. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful as the word of God in the mouth of Billy Graham. Shout hallelujah. The word of God does not change because it's coming from you. Speak the word and you shall see miracles in Jesus name. Number 7. Jesus cleanses a man with leprosy. The Bible says in Luke chapter 5 verse 12 to 14, Jesus touched that man and he was set free from leprosy. He touched him. It's what we call the law of touch and transmission. When he touched him, it transmitted the power of God into him. So that's why we, we lay hands on people. That's why we touch people. Somebody say he has coronavirus and you don't want to touch him. How dumb can you be and still breathe? If I borrow the words of Kenneth Hagin. <laughs> you say, there's the power of God inside you. is stronger than any virus in this world. The power of God inside you, the power of the Holy Ghost, is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. That same power is in you. When you touch someone, instead of contracting what the person has, the person contracts what you have. What do you have? You have the power of God. You have the power of God. You have the anointing of God that destroys yokes. When you touch people, they get healed. Now in the book of Luke chapter 7 from verse 1 to 10. Luke chapter 7 from verse 1 to 10. Jesus heals a centurion's paralyzed servant in Capernaum. He spoke the word. He spoke the word. When he spoke the word, the healing power of God was released and brought healing to that young man. Number 9. We'll stop at number 10 today and we'll continue tomorrow. Jesus healed a paralytic who was let down from the roof. In Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 26, a, a group of friends, they wanted to bring Jesus, uh, a, 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 their friends to Jesus to heal, and there was no way. When those guys were desperate, they tore the roof down and cast the, 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 the friend down. And Jesus spoke to that man, rise up, take your bed and go home. When he spoke those words, the power of God followed. The power of God was released. And finally, number 10, Jesus heals a man's withered hand at, on, on Sabbath day with the word of God. He told the man to stretch forth his hand in Luke chapter 6, verse 6 to 11. He told that man, stretch forth your hand, and the man was healed. Hallelujah. So today, child of God, we'll continue tomorrow with other miracles of Jesus. That same power that Jesus had, that same Holy Ghost and power can come upon you right now. If you are not yet baptized in the Holy Ghost, if you are baptized in the Holy Ghost, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost afresh. The Bible says that the disciples were filled with the Holy Ghost after the day of Pentecost has come and gone. Another time, the, when they prayed, behold, they're threatening. Remember that prayer they prayed? After they prayed, the whole place was shaking where they were praying. And the Bible says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke the word of God with boldness. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost afresh this morning. How do you get filled? You ask. The Bible says, how much more shall the Holy Ghost, then shall the Father give the Holy Ghost to them that ask him? So, child of God, wherever you are right now, if you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, you say this prayer after me, or everyone listening to me, just say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, say after me, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my baptizer with the Holy Ghost and fire. Feel me with the power of your spirit right now in Jesus name now if you believe you have received it open your mouth in one minute and let's speak in tongues wherever you are speak in tongues wherever you are pray in the spirit pray in the spirit everyone Leko zapreketo lo zoko pradina karagana moko prakesha kana reta soto shaparigana lepo si prete kana mako palana deke shupa kale prekes kanabra leka as you are speaking in tongues you are stirring up that power you are stirring up that power even after you can if you want you can pause this broadcast right now and speak in tongues in fact pause this broadcast right now pause it and speak in tongues extensively until you have a note of the spirit to stop but pause this broadcast right now and begin to speak in tongues wherever you are rapato shekeriaza beni zakrodesh karabayatan de lebroskunana in the name of jesus 
Now I want to pray for you, anyone. I want to release the power of God over you right now. Through my words, through the words of my mouth. So anyone under the sound of my voice right now, call sick. I call you healed. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, you were healed. So I release that healing power of God upon you now. In the name of Jesus, I release it right now. Be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Be healed in your heart. Be healed in your blood. Be healed in your muscles. Be healed in your bones. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your liver. Be healed in your pancreas. Be healed. I curse every cancer right now. Every cancerous cell. I decree healing now. Healing to your body. Healing. I curse every virus in your body. I curse high blood pressure. I curse sugar, diabetes, HIV, every blood related uh, release. Uh, disease, every disease connected with your blood in the name of Jesus Christ, every disease in your reproductive organs, I release healing right now. Be healed. I command every lump in your body to disappear now. Every lump under the sound of my voice disappear. Every form of mental disorder be gone in Jesus' name. Every form of emotional disorder, emotional problem, depression, anxiety, panic attack, be healed. Be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Be healed from the crown of your head to the source of your feet. I pray for your business. I speak increase. Be fruitful and multiply. Increase in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to your finances. No more lack. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the blessing of God. I release an anointing for increase upon your finances now. I command all your debt to be paid. I command your debt to be cancelled. I command all your needs to be supplied. All your bills are paid. You will not see shame in the name of Jesus. Your business is moving to the next level. Your career is moving to the next level. Anyone under the sound of my voice trusting God for any form of career breakthrough, new job promotions, in the name of Jesus, whatever it is, receive it now. Receive the favor of God. And I decree over you that today is your day of favor. Today is your day of increase. You will not see shame anymore. In the name of Jesus, receive your children. Receive your children. Receive your fruitfulness. In Jesus' name, God bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will see you again tomorrow. Until then, remember, God has given you dominion over the devil. You have dominion over sickness and disease. You have dominion over poverty and lack. You have dominion over sin and the flesh. You have dominion over every witchcraft power. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.